and welcome back to Richmond Tiger Talk. My name's Nick. And I'm Andy. It was an interesting experience on Thursday night, Andy. As as we mentioned on the show last week, I took my son to um his first game for the year, my first game in a while. It was an interesting experience. Well, it was great that Richmond won. Yeah. It was excruciating. Um, the look on, on the positives, you know, nearly fifty thousand people at the G. Um, good atmosphere. You know, typical. Remarkably so, actually. The Thursday night um, team, you know, having had an all-time, not an all-time shocker, but like an absolutely. Uh, pathetic game the week before. Train lines were all out. Like the fact that we got fifty thousand was really impressive. It's pretty good. Look, the the AFL is doing their best to juice the crowds. Like kids' tickets uh, free uh, for most of uh, July. But yeah, no, it was a it was a good crowd. Um, it's uh, also you know two two teams probably both having disappointing seasons. For, for varying reasons. Um, yeah, look, uh, the start of the game was, was uh, pretty tough. I'm not going to lie, you know, getting 26 points down in the, the second quarter and then, you know, grinding comeback. Um, characteristic Richmond burst to start the, the third quarter and then just this epic arm wrestle. Um, I'm gonna say the me me like a lot of Richmond supporters carrying a fair bit of baggage <laughs> with the umpires at the moment. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it just because there's so much inbuilt frustration that comes on really quickly. Yeah, it's it's coming on really quickly, and I I think the players is players as well, like. And and the AFL is completely backed away from penalties for for remonstrating, but yeah, the the and the, and you you get into a, a negative um, feedback loop uh, as well. So God, by the um by the time that Buddy got the got the free kick in the last quarter, um, the crowd were going apoplectic, and you know, unfortunately, myself. Amongst them, until I saw the replay, I was like, "Oh, oh, that one, that one was okay." But um, God, there were, there were, you were just at the point where, you know, little, little fifty-fifty things like Jack Graham getting slung when he kicks, when he kicks, and being called for um, deliberate out of bounds, which leads to a goal. Dean Rampy knocks the ball out of Dusty's hands, doesn't get called for. Fifty in like there's just a lot of stuff like that, and yeah, Richmond supporters are really frustrated. Yeah, um, I mean there are lots of other places uh, you, you can get this kind of content, but I, I sort of wonder, do wonder whether it's become worse than usual. Like, is there a certain level of? It, it feels like a bad month. The the Freo game. I think it was particularly... Yeah, the third game definitely set it off. 
But, um, yeah, like, I don't know, like, there's no objective. Like, inside the hothouse of Richmond fandom, it feels really bad and the worst it's ever been as far as our anger towards the umpires. It, look at but actually, freak, statistically, it's not the worst it's ever been. No, well, but but only because we've we've got some real runs on the board of um, heavy negative free kick differentials. And, you, you know, part of that, Part of that was inherent to the, the Richmond style uh, to some extent for a while. But, yeah, some of it, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I really didn't like a lot of very ticky touchwood um, ruck, uh, ruck free kicks. Um, but, yeah, it, look, it it made, it made an already uh, tense... Tense and difficult game, <laughs> uh, even more so. Particularly, the, the actually uh, the uh, a bad run with the umpires and uh, a um, I don't know hysterically bad. What's the right word to describe our goal kicking? Farcical, nauseating. It's not that bad. Like what was the expected shots this week? Uh, we won by 32 points. Yeah, I mean, it's not outrageous. Like, uh, we our, won by 12. It, no, no, but it was our set, our set shots. Uh, I don't know what the final tally on the set shots, but it was, we were two goals, six on our set shots in the, in the third quarter. It was, it was not good. Yeah, so a lot of frustration. A lot of frustration. And it was, look, it was a uniquely modern and somewhat uncomfortable. You know, there was a bit of uh, there was a bit of noise around Buddy all night, but um, the being in a being in a spot where you're trying to sort of make noise to put him off, but the you know there's a lot of baggage around booing him, and you can't boo him for getting a free kick that he deserved. It was, yeah, that was a. A modern and slightly uncomfortable experience. Yeah, no, they're confusing the boom. The other thing about a boo is it's a very loud sound that carries very much better than, like, you can have 50,000 people cheering and 1,000 people booing, and they sound equally loud. Um, yeah, it's not an easy thing, but um, <laughs> uh, especially if you realise the free kick was actually there, as you did. Yeah. Um, so well, anyone, anyone who saw the... Saw the replay and look, um, you know, um, you know, you know, there are some people who are going to see a replay and only see what they want to see. But yeah, uh, look, it anyway, was a, if we could, it, it was a tough game. Uh, it was needlessly tense. Um, I felt it was, it was a game of sort of, it was so 2023 Richmond for. For our strengths, for our strengths and our and our real weaknesses. Um, so yeah, how did how did you find the game? Well, I think just to as an experience, because uh, I also watched the myself like the fact that Dusty had a uh, had a um, near vintage game and kicked the winner. Like that's pretty important yeah. in the eyes of, and of, he, of kids. He, um, so, he was look the the re- I appreciated him at the time, and I the the replays even kinder to him between 
him and Jay uh, on a wet on a wet scrappy night just just creating something from nothing time time and time again was yeah he was he, was he, great. he hit a few kicks that um, were were just absolutely elite uh, dusty vintage one two picket and one two coaching mm. um, that were just uh, yeah they were um, they were utter things of beauty and he had um, a sort of peak uh, game on uh, on Afro ratings he was the the best um, the, the best uh, the second best player after after Bolton but yeah it mm. was they were it, it was sort of by far BOG on most games. Um, and it's the first time this year, and I think it's by far his best game by that measure uh, this year. So it truly was um, vintage. I think it was better than his, his four-goal game. Um, yeah, it was magnificent. Yeah. The, uh, I think I, uh, one of the things I, I texted you after the game was... Um, uh, oh, one... A group chat we're in was, um, yeah, actually, sorry, just looking at the coaches' votes. Uh, Shay 10, Dusty 8. <laughs> that's, that's pretty clear. Um, uh, I, anyway, I mentioned after the game, uh, we were the first team to ever, um, uh, win a game of football without taking a single uh mark from a down the line kick. <laughs> wasn't wasn't technically true but certainly felt that way yeah it's a problem um yeah. i i look Ben Miller was really good um yeah he took, I, li- I liked um, his i liked his game he had plenty of pressure he, he did yeah. plenty of good things he's he's rocking second, was second on the team in pressure acts yeah he's he was by Hitouts won to contest. He was the most effective. And uh, it basically goes through his contest. Um, and he did lots of things right, but, you know, yeah. still rather still, <laughs> still rather have Ryan. Um, and, yeah, that marking down the line, like, God, it, it's going to be such a problem if and when until Lynch comes back. So, mm. um, yeah, we're going we're going to need an answer because uh, against better teams, we'll, you know, yeah. we're going to need to occasionally um, take that mark. I know. The, or at least control the contest. Look, we were able to, it was a game where we could get away with it by, you know, it was, um, you know, we went in um, different looking lineup, you know, Jacob, Jacob Bauer lines up in a forward pocket, but, yeah, with a, clearly with a well, from what we could tell of the ninety seconds that that he played, sort of with a with a license to roam, and you know, he's literally in one passage of play before he does his hamstring. Uh, and yeah, we were we were playing pretty short the the rest of the night, and um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I must last time we we. We talked to we did we had done the pot. I was pretty annoyed um, about the team, and I guess when you sort of boil it, I, I was more annoyed that all the young guys seemed to be scapegoated, and none of the old guys were. But if you break them down individually, you can always justify everything. Like there's 
the selection panel aren't idiots. But the one that I thought was most egregious was Ross. And then suddenly that injustice was undone in the first three minutes of the game. And he um, was great. Yeah, uh, and he was great. Um, I thought he should have. Uh, I mean, it it sort of it doesn't work like this in practice. But um, you sort of if if the selection panel was this independent panel, sort of Statler and Ward off type old dudes, he could have walked straight past them, giving them all the evil eye as he went off the field because uh, he did. Well, he got a uh, he got a, he got a coach's <laughs> vote, which may have. May have been a form of apology from Minnie, but yeah, he was really good. Oh, I, I, I wondered what was from the other coaches because uh, um, whatever whatever it is they don't like about Ross's game isn't always apparent to me. But he was he was great. Um, yeah, he was uh, really and he, good. But, but and yeah, it turned out to be the ideal sub. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> it's, I think it's it not was... really true when it, when he played the full game. But yeah, I think it was more of a, a structural thing of you know fitting in. Uh, fitting in Bauer by having moving Pickett back to a wing, and you know Bauer goes out, Pickett goes back uh, uh, forward to try and provide a contest. Ross goes back onto the wing, yeah, immediately does well. So I get, I get after the debacle of the the Brisbane game, wanting a different look, but yeah, as it as it turns out, Ross yeah, well, and we we'll may. May have cemented his position for the rest of the year. So, good on him. Well, yeah. Yeah, we uh, managed to have two. Anyway, go on. Um, oh, I was going to continue complaining about selection, but it's time to move on, especially since we won. Um, yeah. The, was, who were you to, talking about? I was just trying to think of the last time we had a sub polo coach's vote. I'm going to have to do some research. Oh, it's, so, it's, it's pretty hard to do this, right? it's, it needs to happen in the first quarter, really, to have a to have to have a chance for it to happen. It does. I'm wondering. Uh, anyway, uh, I've, I've got an idea what it might be. Anyway, and um, you're, you're often you're often not going to get the 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 role that's ideal for you. No, no, that's true. Um, what did you think of Banks's game? Well, he had the last night with Buddy, but he he looked like a first gamer. Um, yeah, he, he looked all, all the good things look good, and this is why you need to play kids in their first game because they get they're much better in their tenth game than their first game. So yeah, I thought it was fine. He but, had some. His yeah. first half was rough. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. It, it was it, it was rough. Um, so right. yeah, he had the, a, no, a number. Yeah, and. Uh, getting outmarked by Hayward, having a couple of turnovers lead to goals. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't a great start, but I'm I was I was really glad to see that, that Hayward thing was pretty. You go. No, you go, sir. Oh, yeah. Look, and that the Hayward thing for me, you know, a guy who's five or six years older, he's just. Stronger in the body, unfortunately. So that's that's going to be the thing. His contesting was pretty good, otherwise, and and his running, you know, his his covering the ground was was at, was at, pleasingly as as advertised, uh, which was great. Um, look, the uh, <laughs> it was um. Other than the buddy thing, the thing I liked best was that 
after he shanked his first uh, kick out um, from behind. Um, they went back to him several times after that. I, I really liked that as a as a vote of confidence in in the kid that you know we're not we're not going to bury you just just because you have a have a howler. Yeah, no, that is good, and presumably that's the requires the senior players as well to back him in. So, um, and he, he was good in the last quarter. He had a really nice um, mm. give and go. Um, like he got got some deep penetration on the kick. So yeah. So I, I I hope they give him a decent little run now um, and let him give a chance, especially since we're playing West Coast this week. Um, I, yeah, look, you never say never, but I I think I think it's obvious to to keep him in 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 short absence. I think the the selection questions at the the other end of the ground, um, which is a bit of a shame because Morris Rioli could have had a really good game. Um, and just, just almost, <laughs> almost did uh, manage to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory several times. Unfortunately, for the first time, you know I love Morris. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I think his his pressure is the effective kind of pressure. Um, oh yeah, then and the the smother he got at the uh, at the city end. <laughs> that was a thing of beauty. Um, uh, I did also think he got uh, pretty clearly pushed in the back uh, when he was kicking for goal for his first shot on goal as well. But, uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Repeat early. I am, for the first time ever, I'm slightly worried by the amount of almost minutes he has. I feel like we've um, had this, like, I, I ignore it because I love him. But, yeah, he's not... Um, He's twenty like years old. <laughs> he's twenty know, years old. That, that's the, you know, he's a, he's a babe in in football terms, and he's come up through the, you know, generally gen always come up through the, through the tech cup. Whereas, you know, Morris Morris has played all his football in the the NT, which is, you know, very different from, uh, yeah, he's AFL. He's a babe, and I know all that, which is why I haven't brought it up before. But it, just for the first time, I'm I'm just the tiniest bit worried. He's kicked two goals all year. Yeah, I know. That's um, yeah. He need he needs he needs to get on the scoreboard. Yeah, he was he was about a meter each way from from a couple of games. Um, uh, for but um. Look, it is what it is. Um, uh, I thought I thought Baker, uh, well, well, not having a, a ton of ton of possessions. Um, had some had some extremely classy ones. Um, yeah, Nank thought Nank by far had the best of Hickey, in, except for the unfortunate fact that um, we're not going to have him for the next three weeks. Wasn't his finest moment. I'm not quite sure what he was thinking. Because um, he, yeah, um, I think I, I rerounded it multiple times. I don't. I don't think he was trying to head home. I, I just, I just think he was trying to bump him. But you know, surely, surely he should know um, that uh, he 
and I can't, um, you know, he's got to be really careful around shorter guys, and he's, Lloyd's, Lloyd's nearly 20 centimetres shorter, so, yeah, it was frustrating. Look, I don't know what, look, I'm not saying he was trying to hit that, but I watched about four times, and I was wondering what the way he, like, he was clearly trying to hit him, but then, yeah, anyway. It was it was a strange action. Anyway, it was a great. It might might be a good thing for him to have three weeks off, and obviously unbiased because it might mean Solberg comes into the team. I did wonder that in terms, you know, for Manx, Manx track record is obviously, you know, he getting through a, a full season's been a problem for him. So maybe a three week break does him some good. But oh, why does it have to be against Melbourne? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't mind against Melbourne because um, uh, Soldo's not necessarily... I think Soldo's sometimes a bit of match-up against the really big rocks. Mm. Um, uh, we'll see. Um, certainly, despite... We've talked about it many times. If you could... The disparity between the amount of time Richmond fans talk about resting players and the amount of times we actually do choose to rest players is enormous, but this is an enforced rest, so, you know, it might actually might be a good thing um mm. but yeah we'll, we'll see um certainly speaking of rest um of a different kind of the injury enforced one uh the press year is extremely important to richmond's uh field mm. for press is extremely important to our on field performance uh theory is uh continues to gather evidence yeah without Without him being in any way overwhelming on, uh, on the night, I thought. Um, but yeah, uh, no, he just somehow he just sits at the table. I mean, just to put put it out like last week, we were quadrupled in the um, uh, in the in Cinder Squares um, clearances, which is almost impossible to come back from. And this week, we were we sort of we had an advantage of a ratio of about two and a half to one like it was a huge turnaround in mm. terms of the center square play and obviously that wasn't just pressed yet but it, it can't be overstated uh how awful we were the week before and what a huge yeah. improvement we we we, were gen- we genuinely won those matchups this week it yeah. was a big shift yeah 47 to 31 in clearances 19 to 7 in center clearances like it was only you know, the our forward forward lines dysfunction both in taking taking contested marks close to goal, but also um kicking for goal that that kept the game as close as it was given how dominant we were. Yeah, I mean I mean we had like plus eight inside fifties. Um so the fault like I don't disagree the forward line was very frustrating, but yeah, it was just, it was a huge turnaround, and it, it sort of it does make you think. Like we talked about last week briefly, but you should never overreact to one week, um, mm. either good or bad. That, that's that it, just this thing, like the Brisbane game. You know, I'm not sure we'll make the eight. According to the odds, we're now 30 percent chance, which went up a long way from last week, where we got down to 10 percent chance. Um, mm. We had a, f- a few of the other results were handy for us. Um, and we're still not above 500, but um, yeah, we're. Mm. We're not 
what that Brisbane game is not a proper indicative. It's not indicative of the overall team. Um, who else do you want to talk about? Oh, look, the only the only one I had left on my list was uh, Tyler Young. Um, look, I think there was a couple of disastrous moments in the first half where with Swans players leaking out the back into space, but otherwise, otherwise, I thought he did it. Yeah, really, really serviceable job. Um, look as it as as has become his custom. Yeah, fair enough. Man, um, he's sort of that. That's that's what we talked about earlier in the year about his talent in one on one situations. Uh, c- continues to um, prove mm. itself. It continues to to hold. He he's he does get us like one on one more, and he doesn't lose many of those. Hmm. Yeah, no. uh, that in fairness is not the same as taking intercept marks, which I, don't, I think people don't people, which he doesn't take many of, and people don't notice as much. Um, and that's maybe why people are surprised when they hear that stat. Um, just a couple of other things for me. We mentioned the really Miller's defensive work. Bolton was obviously best on ground, uh, but he did a magnificent tackle on the third. Um, mm. Like really, really nailed someone. So you know, full credit to her, um, him. Uh, also wanted to point out that Cochin missed a shot almost identical to the one he made in his 300th and how much is timing because <laughs> like how special was that shot in the 300 and he doesn't mm. kick many of those and again we should just be so thankful we got that bit of yes although he did he did for uh, you know it truly was the, the storybook finish it was that's true but um he did uh finish off Shay's absolutely stunning sort of pick out Pick up, spin, whatever else he did. Um, uh, oh yeah, totally. But the, the, the it was, sheer, it was much more magic in the second quarter. Yeah, much more of a shot you'd expect him to hit. Um, and finally, there's just—I was going to mention it if we come back to Dusty, but there's been this weird thing on, not a weird thing, but on Twitter, a few people have forwarded this. Uh, it's about Dusty um, saying that I think it's sorry, it's. I'm um, just trying to pull it up now. But it's basically saying it, despite not attending uh, only 50% of centre square clearances, um, uh, that he's number one centre bounce player in the game. Um, huh. So it was Daniel Hoyne on Dustin Martin. Hmm. Um, it's a bit unfair because we're quoting someone, we don't, it's from Twitter, quoting someone on radio, so we don't have the full context. Hmm. But none of those stats are true. Um, he attends far less center square clearances than that, um, mm. and like it's below twenty percent. And if you adjust for the amount of clearance center clearances he has, he's not bad. Richmond, mm. um, but he, he's certainly not the best in the NFL. Like he's, um, there are players who attend lots of center square clearances, like just. Uh, um, uh, oh damn! I've, I've lost the stats, but the um, like there are there are, there are multiple players who who have better center clearance rates than mm. him. Maybe we have a good rate when of winning when he's in the center, and I would believe that. But he's on pretty low reps, so I, I don't think there's any center clearance player in the AFL. Um, there is a chance that he's still very good at it, but we hardly ever let him do it. Mm. That w- that would be as far as I would go. Yeah. 
There you go. I disproved a pro Richmond stat. Stunning <laughs> podcasting. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So last week, best uh, win of the season for the VFL, and uncomfortably uh, backed up by probably the worst loss of the season, and to a to a Swans to a very bottom of the oh well, very close to bottom of the table. Uh, Swans VFL team, which was quite disappointing. Yeah, I, I love the one on uh, social media. I won't name them. They got uh, really upset, like was like calling the team heartless or gutless or something like that. They just, ah, oh, God bless you for getting so upset about a VFL result. But um, know, yeah, disappointing. I, I was, I was disappointed. Steve Morris had disappointed dad energy rather than going uh, full blast. Yeah, which is a bit of yeah. I, f- I feel like the the powers of boredom and blandness that rule club uh, club media that, that um, come that come have, for them all. That got yeah. to. By the way, I managed to call Grumpy Steve Grumpy Dimmer three times in last week's podcast, so I apologise for the confusion. <laughs> um, no, the, the the Grumpy Steve in his finest. There's never been anyone better. There was a long pause at one point where he felt like he was about to say what he thought, and then he managed to. Think about it for several seconds and then say something far blander. To stop himself in time, yeah. I'm picturing Simon Matthews behind him, sort of behind the camera, saying, No, Um, dollar down. Um, Oh, boy. Maybe uh, at the end of the day, these four walls, all all, all the, you know, just more more of the cliches where um, the meaningless cliches and never criticize any player under any circumstance. Anyway, so it was a disappointing game. Um, I didn't hate it. Like, the fact that Thompson Dow actually had a good yeah. game. Of, 11, um, 11 clearances, 30 disposals. That's a, that's a pretty stealing afternoon. Um, James Trezise, um, he's he's going really well. Um, it's, un, it's unfortunate, you know, there's a... Uh, he's trying to break into the most settled and high-performing part of the team, but yeah, he's 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 going very well. I am I am skeptical. Yeah, I did like um, Steve made a comment, gave more insight, and still managed to give more insight than you get in six months worth of senior coach at press conferences when he said that Hugo's too attacking and Trezai's is too defensive, and uh, yep. both have got opposite uh, issues. Yeah. Yeah, Hugo Hugo had moments, not a not a great game. Uh Slumsy, good good but not great. Um I thought uh yeah, no Noel Cumberland had two goals too. Um seven inside fifties, which is which is pretty decent uh for him. Um Ivan Soldo, yeah, obviously obviously won the taps, but um Maybe didn't have a huge, huge influence. And sort of Samson Ryan had a bit of a an almost game as well. So yeah, it was a bit frustrating. The severe conditions were not favourable. No, um, for, for big men. Um, yeah, it, it was. I was slightly disappointed that Sobo didn't have more than one tackle. But um, it, you know, it's just this is like. Maybe jumping ahead slightly, but now that Nank's out, but it's it's hard to drop Noah, and it won't happen. But I'd really like to play a Soldo Ryan. I don't think Ryan is 
is gaining anything by um, playing Lavezzo anymore, and I don't think playing him in that sort of that weird three tools, three sort of pseudo ruck um, uh, setup was the best for him. I think two two rucks um, let him. He was brilliant against West Coast last time. Was the first ruck with Noah. He was rucking and against it, uh, Bailey Williams. Yeah, it'll be be interesting. He'll yeah. get an even even easier match up this time if he got um, if Solder was first ruck because the one thing about him is what's his what what he's a lead at is hitting targets when he wins ta- taps and he'll do that all the time against the Eagles. Like it, it could be a, a genuine attacking advantage. Anyway, sorry, Nick, I interrupted. No, that's a good idea. Uh, look, uh, medical time keeps keeps popping up. There's a there's a there's a bit of buzz about him. I don't think he, he's Grumpy Steve loves him. Yeah, which uh, I've I've taken due note on that. Look. Oh, there's, that, that's, there's... that's the thing about like Grumpy Steve is the only coach when he praises someone you really take notice because yeah, you, you know he means it because he, he criticizes too. Yeah. Um Caleb Cameron Bradkey going going okay as well. Um uh I don't I don't think he's close to senior selection, but I feel slightly better about him than I did before. But actually that was one question I had for you, Andy. The we've got uh, Ryan Mansell back from suspension this week. Does he does he come back straight in the team? And if so, who for? Yeah, I was wondering this myself. Um, Feels tough to drop him to drop Rioli for him, but yeah, yeah. It's so because it just seems. I think we started this conversation very early in the year. Rioli's pressure seems so much more effective, but there's probably some off-camera stuff that we can't see when Mansell's sort of covering longer options. Um, it isn't as flashy as Rioli, but um, and he was well, in good form well, before he got dropped. He was, yeah. He was kicking kicking goals regularly. And it, it doesn't feel like anyone has quite quite the closing speed Rioli does. But, hmm. And let's not forget, Mansell's suspension was self-inflicted. Like, <laughs> You shouldn't necessarily automatically get your spot spot back. No, no, we haven't had many suspensions, but God, all all three of them this year: no, Broad, um, Mansell, and Nank have, have, felt, have felt pretty dumb. Yeah, I, I think Broad stands out to me as the as. As the the tippy top worst of the worst, um, yeah. But yeah, um, but the Mansa one, like this difference, like Broad and Nanker established, like obviously high in the the pantheon, and Mansa's a fringe player. So yeah, I'd be fine if like I'd probably prefer him not to play, but that's because my pre existing biases. I prefer Rioli, but um, yeah, uh, that's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd be far less pissed off about that than I would be about some of the things that happened last week. Let's put it that way. Mm. Um, if, if if that was to happen, um, I'd be annoyed if we drop banks. Um, I'd, I'd be far. I'd have far stronger takes on that. I know that's a cop out, but um, uh, and do you think they'll go with? We presume they'll bring Solder in for Nank. No chance that they'll bring in Ryan. I think that, I think there's a chance they bring in both. Yeah, I uh, we talked about resting like 
there are games when Jack's looked pretty frisky this year, and others others where he's really struggled to separate. Uh, I thought I thought it was more the latter than the former this week. So yeah, I mean in yeah. in his hands entirely. But if he's but if I, I would no, we should look. We're not going. to... I presume we're not going to rest him because we do it so rarely. But I don't actually think it should be in the players' hands. I think sometimes you've got to do. Some of those players need to be told, like, um, do, like, mate, take a rest. It's, it's the best thing for your body. Like, mm. they're, they're only there because they're extremely competitive. But I don't know if you're not, we're not on the inside. But yeah, I, if they rested him, I, that would get a double thumbs up. But um, like I said earlier, I was reflecting because we're debating this offline. I was reflecting how often we've talked about it on the pod and how rarely it's actually happened in practice. Mm. No, and we're not the only ones. Lots of people bring it up. Oh, yeah, absolutely! It's such a such a particular set of circumstances. Yeah, I think I feel like John's been able to do it in part because you know that the the home the home ground advantage at Taxpayer Park um, helps him cruise through the regular season. Yeah, but but lots of clubs do do it. Like the, 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 there's been you know the Fremantle do it sometimes in away games. There's lots of clubs, and this is effectively a buy. This is a huge advantage. So maybe we'll suddenly. Deploy it, but um, yeah, I, I remain. I, I just think philosophically, some coaches in the in the NBA where it's it's rampant, some coaches don't believe it, and my suspicion is we're just one of those coaches. Mm. Um, anyway, um, is there anything else at the VFL before we get on to West Coast? No, I looked. Uh, actually, I wanted to to mention uh, the under 18s Um, Charlie Nash has been close to best on ground. Two weeks in a row for now the now ladder topping uh, Northern Knights um, playing off a halfback. Which yeah, look, he's had a bit of a roller coaster season. He missed the the Vic Metro team, which I think was pretty disappointing. But he's also made his VFL debut and did okay. And the swap from half forward to half back and yeah, has has made a real fist of it. So yeah. Good on him. Yeah, how do you square that circle? How do you how do you not make the Vic Metro team like the squad? Uh he's st- still sort well, of still frisky. He was Yeah, I don't know. He he was in the he was in the broader group, so he played the trial game and yeah, didn't get picked. Look, Jack Jack Ross didn't get picked in his eighteen year either, so yeah, that's, that's a bit there's sort of a real Mix of time, timing and form involved, but God, he, he's been he's been good at he's been good in the under 18s all year. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. West Coast. I don't know uh, if how if we were trying to do a West Coast fan podcast, how how we'd be going at this point. <laughs> So I knew a West Coast fan from work who was all excited and travelled up to Sydney for that yeah. game. And I remember speaking to wow. him beforehand and saying, oh, you're in with a bit of a chance, which I kind of thought they were. I don't know. Seems woefully naive now in hindsight. And, of course, they got crushed. Yeah. Like, then they, only... then they, they got crushed... Uh, and they got flogged again last week. And the, in between, they ran St Kilda to eight points. So they are having these occasional 
dead cat bounce games, as, as unfortunately they did in the first half uh, when we played them uh, first two and a two and a half quarters uh, when we played them last time. Um, but not many, right? They're pretty far no, apart. No, they're they're pretty far apart. It it's real. Their their record statistically looks uh, disturbingly Fitzroy like at the point when they'd been broke for 20 years and all their best players had been pinched by other teams and and at no point were the richest club in the land. <laughs> that's, uh, it, that's, it, like, it is so weird. It, it is so um, weird. And, 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 like, you go down the injury list and it's, it's long. bad. But, yeah. And it's sort of, yeah, when it's terrible, then that's got an Achilles and, you know what? Big fan of Nick Nap, but um, he's also old as dust, and like you know, probably yeah. pretty predictable that he wasn't going to play many games this year, no. considering his you know his career arc. Like yeah, like, Yo's might come back. Yeah, the sort of Shui might actually play this week. Um, yeah. uh, so, but yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a mystery how bad they are. Yeah, it's been a really tough season. There are look the the mediocrity is starting. If you if you squint, you can start to see um, some green shoots um, with some some of the young guys who've who've come into the the team. Um, uh, look, actually, my fear for this game. Uh, they they played just this massively indirect style uh, against Melbourne. Uh, sorry, against Brisbane last week, 114 marks, uh, which is a big number. Guys like Jaden Hunt, uh, Brody Hoof, uh, 15, 14 marks each. Um, uh, Duggan, Witherden, McGovern. Yeah, there's a lot of waxing and waiting. 30, uh, 33 disposals per scoring shot, which is just a, an, an astonishing uh, number. So that sort of, yeah, that, that sort of is the template for what worries me about the game. It's sort of a game we need to to win well is if, if the Eagles just try and play a super controlled indirect chip 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 style it could be a pretty frustrating game of football but yeah they're 18th they're 18th in disposal differential 18th in contested possession differential clearance hit out inside 50 yeah they're not going very well no it's it's pretty depressing I just mm. Um, I, I like, let's let's try and get the average age under twenty seven this year and this week, and you know take the chance to play a few more of the kids and like the opportunities there with Nankout, and I hope we beat them and beat them well because frankly the core of the midfields now all in ta- oh, thanks Nank, but um of the non ruck midfields um and let's face it the the um. The, the ruck is probably where we have the closest thing to competent backups um, of all the midfield position. Um, the 
like you got Presti, you know, you got Toronto, Hopper, Prestia, Dusty, like we've got and, and Bolton. We've got the core of extremely of you know mm. um, extremely good midfield. We should be able to roll them, and the back line's good. The forward line might be frustrating, but yeah, yeah, it's really it's, no, that, we're, we're, it, we're not. Yeah, that, that it's that's my one concern is just the forward line kicking enough goals. Um, look, I did want to mention there's a couple of um younger mentioned green shoots. Uh, uh, Ryan Merrick, who was the first pick in the mid-season drafts, going okay as a sort of Jacob Bauer type third third forward. Uh, some young mids, uh, Campbell Chesser. Uh, uh, Elijah Hewitt, um, you know, you know, probably probably something to work with. There uh, mentioned Hoff, uh, second year player, going okay, but yeah, and Oscar, Oscar Allen, as as we saw last time, um, yeah, on a on a good team, he'd be he'd be having a fantastic season, I reckon. But yeah, they're not very good. We really should win. I, I hate sounding this confident, but yeah, we need to win and win well. Agreed. Sorry, I was letting I was letting you finish up on that note. <laughs> <laughs> it's, true. it's true. Um, I it was good though. I'm Nick. I'm Andy. We're Richmond Tigers.